Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Welcome back. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, Dan Meadors, who's a very successful Amazon seller. He's a co-founder of The Wholesale Formula, and him and his partner, Dylan Frost, collectively have done over $30 million in sales on Amazon. But here's the unique part about this. They did not do the 30 million in the most traditional way that you think most people sell on Amazon. If you're familiar with my YouTube channel, the content that I put out, you're already familiar with the process of private labeling. Private labeling is a process of you finding a supplier, a manufacturer that's already making a product and you reach out to them, you order a certain amount of inventory, you put your, your branding, your packaging, your design on the product, you get it shipped to Amazon's fulfillment centers and you set up your Amazon listing, you start selling the product. That is not how they made their money. That's one way that you can sell on Amazon. That's the most common, the most popular way. But the unique thing about this is when I discovered what these guys are doing, I was blown away. They discovered a way to sell on Amazon that's less risky, requires less money, and is more beginner friendly and might be a better fit for someone like yourself if you're looking and considering to sell on Amazon, especially as a beginner, or if you're already a private labeler, if you're already selling on Amazon, this method, when you understand it and you learn about it, might be a better opportunity or to do both because you already have such valuable skills that you're gonna learn are gonna be able to help you make money with this method. So uh, Dan is gonna share with you more about his story in this interview and how he got started with this and go more into this method of reverse sourcing wholesaling, which I did not know much about, but I've been learning myself. I'm a student just like you guys. Um, but when I learned about what these guys are doing, I had to have them here on my channel and on my podcast for you guys to learn more about this. So. I'm gonna now turn it over to Dan. Dan, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Do you mind just to share with my audience a little bit about your story, how you got involved selling on Amazon and how you discovered this model? 
Sure, man. It was it was kind of a long road. I, I think that's the case with a lot of businesses, right? Like you you get in and then you 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 know the the field clears as you as you start moving along. Um, and, and that was certainly the case for us. Like I've always been one of those people who've been a kind of a, a, a lifelong entrepreneur. Like it's, you know, the, I've always been interested in selling things regardless of what it is. And the more interested in the things that I get, the more, the, you know, the, the, the deeper I would dive. Um, like when I, you know, when I was super young, I, I mean, I, I remember uh, my first, my first real hustle, like it was kind of funny. I had one hustle that, uh, didn't work out quite so well. Like it was when I was like six years old, I got this idea where if I would go around the neighborhood and I would take everybody's tire caps off their tires that I could sell them their tire caps. And I ended up getting in trouble. And then, you know, my mom was, was super mad about that one, but it was, I just love the, you know, I love, I loved making money. I've always, I've, I've always in, enjoyed that. And I, like I started with eBay and that's how I paid my way through college too. Oh, wow. Um, like I was, uh, you know, I was, when I was, when I was growing up, I was going to be a lawyer. And then when I was in college, that was my goal. And, uh, but, but to pay my way through college, like I, I would go to, I, I played a, a, a card game called Magic the Gathering and I would go to events and I would trade and, and stuff like that and then come home and sell stuff on eBay. And then uh, that kind of migrated into me getting a video game store um, on, on eBay. And I was, you know, I, I was actually doing pretty good. Like I was probably selling 80 to $100,000 a year on eBay, but it was, I, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever sold on eBay, but it's uh, it's a lot of work. Like answering all the customer service questions, like all the uh, all the the manual packing and shipping, and it, like between school and that, like I literally had no time ever. Um, so when I graduated, like I I got started with uh, with a company that sold uh, toys and games online, and it, you know for years just just did that. Um, and then one day, like I, I was, I was, you know, one of, one of my really good friends there, he was the, the CFO of the company and uh, he had started this project where he's selling stuff on Amazon and I, you know, he would just tell me offhandedly about how it was going and stuff like that. And I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, Amazon, the, the bookstore, like you're selling books or what? And he, no, no, I'm selling, you know, toys and, and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know. I had no idea. And then it was like probably six or eight months later, he came in and he was like, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to turn in my notice today. And I was like, no, like, cause you know, where we're at, like we, we live in the middle of Kentucky and it's not like, there's not a lot of big business around here and stuff like that. And this guy had a, had a, a six figure job at, at, you know, it was a great job too. It was one of those jobs where like, I actually, and enjoyed working there and, and the atmosphere was fantastic the people were great and he was still leaving and I was flabbergasted it's like hey you know Andrew like what are you doing are you moving or something and he was like no you remember like I've been working on Amazon and stuff and he's like just to be honest man I make more money sitting at home in my underwear on Amazon than I do coming to work and I was wow like holy crap man so I, I got him to to show me some more uh more about it we went out to a uh to a Walmart and he showed me uh, retail arbitrage. And that's, you know, just finding things on the shelf and, and that you could sell on, on Amazon. And I remember the first product, this was the first product I sold on Amazon. And it was, it was ultimately what sold me on, on, on Amazon being a real place you could do, you know, a, a real place you could, you could do a lot of business. Um, 
I, I was in I was in Walmart and I was scanning the the various toys because he'd show me what to do and I, I scanned this Disney car and it was I still remember it Shuto Rokai, like uh, you know is a just a little two dollar and eighty seven Disney cent Disney car, and it was selling on Amazon for ten bucks or, or fifteen bucks rather, and after fees you got like ten or eleven or something like that and I was like there is literally no way that people are buying these things for fifteen dollars it's not possible, and. But it was, you know, it was like $30 to buy all of them. And I was like, well, I'll just buy them and send them in and see what happens. And I, I bought them, I sent them in. And oh my goodness, man. Like they literally, as soon as they hit stock, they were they were selling. And I was just, from that point forward, it was like, I have to, I have to learn more about Amazon. So it was, okay. you know, I would get off of work and I would go out in the stores and shop and I would read about Amazon and any bit of research that I could find. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things. It's like, I think in, in a lot of the, a lot of times in life, like you find things as you need them, right? Like you just, you just, it, it works out that way. If like you're, you know, if you're doing, uh, keeping your head up and you're, you're, you're looking for opportunity, like opportunity will find you when you need it. And that it was, it was, you know, we started in July of, of, of 2011 there, just, you know, with retail arbitrage and, by December, we had done fifty. We were doing fifty thousand dollars a month in sales, and I started with a six hundred dollar credit card. Like I didn't have credit, I didn't have really anything. And in December, like disaster struck, and that was where I really, you know, it, it was just I was so lucky to have something. Um, I, I got fired from my job um, in December, and you know, I had a brand new, I had a brand new baby girl. I had a house with bills and just stuff that I could not afford. Like, there's just no way I could, I, I, I would be able to, to keep going if, if I hadn't had the business. And that was, that was it. Like, I, I remember that the feeling, like I, I went home and, or not, I went, went to my office. Like I'd rented this little 250 square foot office. I'm pretty sure it was like a hundred, a hundred square feet, $250 a month. And we, that, that was what I was using to like pack and ship. And I, I got fired and I went, went there and I, I sat there and I, I cried for probably three hours and I was like, what am I going to tell my wife? Like, mm. you know, it, because it was, I didn't want her to be terrified. Like I, I didn't want her to be scared to death, but so I, I decided I was going to go home and I was going to tell her I quit to focus on Amazon right? and, and just show her, you know, confidence and, and excitement and stuff like that. And, and I, I remember I went home and I was like, you know, uh, Hey, I quit my job today. And, and she, she was like, that's, that's a terrible idea. You should go get it back now. And she started crying. And I was like, no, no, Amazon's going great. It's going to be a great thing. This is going to be fantastic. And at the time, I'll be honest, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I was just hoping I could pay enough bills to, to keep myself above water until I found uh, found something maybe. But like that, that deep down, I didn't want another job. Like I just wanted it to work. So I worked harder than I had ever worked in my life, man. Like 80, 70, 80 hours. Like if, if I could be doing something, it was, it, I was, I was working. And over the next year, we did uh, we did about eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars in sales um, with with retail arbitrage. And then wow. again, uh, you know, the next year we did about nine hundred and twenty thousand. And it was I, I worked as I literally, literally physically could not work more. Like it was just not possible. Like yeah. if it, yeah. I would be out shopping, come home, and 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 what have yeah. you, and out again. And uh, I, I remember like there was a there was a moment where it, it kind of hit me where, where it's, you know, things were going well. Like I was making enough money to, to survive, but I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't living a life. Like I was just working, sleeping, working, sleeping. And uh, it was, it was during Thanksgiving. 
And, you know, Thanksgiving is, it, it, it's the biggest shopping day of the year, but it's also like the biggest family day of the year. So it's, it's kind of like that uh, dichotomy. And I, I remember sitting there getting ready to, to go out for Black Friday and looking over at my daughters because, uh, you know, I had a second daughter and seeing, it's like, man alive, I can't even spend Thanksgiving. Don't ever, let alone get to spend Thanksgiving. It's like, I don't even get to see them on an ordinary week, but this time I don't even get to spend Thanksgiving. And, you know, we were out driving around looking for the Black Friday deals and it was, it was very extremely successful operation. But the, uh, the, the whole time, that's all I could think about was, you know, just missing my little girls, just wishing I was there eating, eating dinner with them, playing games and stuff. And, uh, that was where it's like, I, I, I knew we had to make a change. I didn't know what kind of change it was going to be, but I, I knew it had to be something. And uh, we started researching other business models and failed a whole bunch. Like um, I, I, I started a retail store uh, to sell specialty games. That didn't go very well at all. Like it was just losing money hand over fist. And, and we eventually sold it and got out of it, uh, you know, to, to kind of be able to shift focus. And then uh, the next thing for us was a website that specialized in My Little Pony collectibles because we did really, really good with My Little Pony awkwardly on Amazon and just didn't honestly have the technical ability to, to do it. Like I didn't, I wasn't a website builder. I, I didn't have, you know, I, I didn't even really know where to start uh, in, in terms of that. So um, great at finding product, bad at, bad at like making it for sale. So that didn't really work out um, very well for us. And then we got started with, uh, private label. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, it, it, I, I believe that private label is an amazing model, like amazing, absolutely amazing. But I think there's a, a subset of skills that you need to have to be good at it. And you, you got, we got to see that really well. Like I was, you know, again, I'm, I'm super strong at picking products. I understand products and, and what, what customers are looking for. And we picked a really, really good product for our first one. And that, that product took off and did really, really well. But as soon as like other Amazon sellers came, we couldn't fight back. Like I didn't, I couldn't optimize my listing as well as I could. I didn't, I didn't know how to drive external traffic. I didn't really know how to do anything. So we got our lunch eaten. Like it was brutal. Right. And, uh, and then kind of flopped on the next two or three products we, we made. And it was just, you know, then it was like, well, uh, let's, I can't, you know, I want to find a model where product comes to me, but I don't want to, but these aren't working. And then we, we found wholesale and wholesale was one of those like private label. We, you know, we did it wrong. We did it wrong and, and had success. Like, like we started with distributors and I, I ordered some products and, and, and had success with them, but, but it was the same thing, man. It was just like, you go through a catalog of stuff and you, you know, you're proverbially flipping, whether it's online or in, in, in paper or whatever, but you're just looking, looking, looking. And then it's like, you, you spend hours and you find one thing where you make like $2 or something like that. And it's competitive and it's just awful. And I remember sitting there and, and you know, those light bulb moments, like the, the ones that like really push you forward in business, like when you're really kind of at the end of, of your rope that I had one right there, man. And I remember I looked down and I had a, a product on my desk and I was like, gosh, almighty, like I spend all day looking for this stuff. Can't ever find anything. And if I could just find a product like this and, you know, just, just not have to deal with, with hunting and all this stuff, like it would, it would make my job, you know, I would be able to do it. Like, I don't see how anybody does this otherwise. And uh, that was, you know, and I remember I, I, I was like, hell, I'm, I'm just going to call. Like, I'm just going to call if nothing else and see if, 
see see how would find this product. What, what's the best route to find this product as, as opposed to just calling distributors and seeing what they have? So I called the company and I was like, uh, "Yeah, I would love to. I would love to carry your guys' product and and you know, do you guys have a a distributor or somebody I could contact?" And they were like, "Well, we do have a couple of distributors, but I would be happy just to set up an account with you uh, direct." And I was. I was hesitant because like everything I'd ever heard, and I think this is like a, a nugget for people. I don't care what business you are. Um, I, everything I'd ever heard was that if you worked with a manufacturer directly, that they had huge minimum orders and, 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 you know, were, were incredibly restricted. And, you know, I expected that their minimum order was going to be 30,000 or $20,000. And that was, that was more than I would have been comfortable spending on, on a product. And uh, I was like, yeah, uh, I would potentially be interested. You know, what is your, what is your guy's minimum order? And they said $250. And I just, it was like, whoa, like, really? Like, I, I just set up an account right now and just, you'll let me order the, the stuff. And yeah, absolutely, man. Like, excited to work with you. And that was it. It was like, you know, the, 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 the light bulb moment was, wow, I don't have to go through all these distributors. I can literally, I can turn this into a game of relationships. I can, I can call people, I can develop a relationship and, and, and start working with them. And that was a big one for me. And then, you know, I think this one is, is big for your audience or anybody's audience, really. It's like, if you care about business and don't just listen to what everybody else tells you. Like, I mean, I, I, I believe patently for years that minimum orders were unachievable by really normal people. And after I got started with wholesale, I learned that your average minimum order is 250 to 500 bucks, way less than I originally thought. Right. Um, so that's yeah. kind of the start. Yeah. And, and, you know, our business has evolved a lot since then, but that's, you know, that was really how we got, got in the game, I guess. Thank you, Dan, for sharing that. And one thing I want to comment on and acknowledge you for is how you took a painful event of your life, losing your job, a very painful event. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear around that. And there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs recently and are losing their jobs right now. But how you took that and used that as motivation, as fuel to push you to finding out how to succeed on Amazon and to do whatever it takes. And I believe that sometimes the most challenging moments of your life, losing your job, in the moment can be devastating. But can also lead to you taking new actions, going in a different direction, making different decisions that can change your life for the better. And that's an example of that because perhaps if you just you know kept your job or a lot of people keep their job, they wouldn't have discovered or started their business or discovered certain opportunities. And I can relate to that as well in my life because I've been through challenging times, uh, struggling in my life, but I've looked at that those moments now and with my back against the wall, there's no other option but to move forward, to try something else, to try something new. And uh, I had to figure it out and find the way. And I think if you have a strong enough why, you will find the how. You will find the way or make the way for it. So I wanna acknowledge you for that. Now, do you mind sharing a little bit more about this model, the reverse sourcing wholesaling? Now, you described so far, I just wanna clarify for my audience, you've already described um, a retail arbitrage, which if people are not familiar with that, you know, you're going to Walmart, the clearance rack, you're finding products and scanning to see how much you could sell them for on Amazon. And uh, you know, you're picking up products, putting them up on Amazon under already existing Amazon listings. Because a lot of people don't know that on an Amazon listing, um, you can compete with other Amazon sellers of that same product for the buy box. 
Um, and that's something that, by the way, we already kind of showed some examples of in my interview with your partner, Dylan Frost. So if you guys want to look at a visual example of that, uh, he did a screen share in that interview. You can find it here on my YouTube channel with Dylan Frost. So uh, that's retail arbitrage, which is hard to scale that. You can make some decent money with that, but it's a, it's a hustle and it's a grind. So that was kind of one way of how you got started, you know, and you did the eBay as well. But the other way is private labeling. And that's what most of my audience is familiar with, where you find a supplier, let's say in China or some part of the world through Alibaba, you source the product from them. So you find out how much it costs for 500 units, 1,000 units. You order that from them. You put your branding, your package, your label design on that. That's your product, your brand that you're building. So a benefit you get is you're building an asset, but then you're launching it on Amazon and selling it, in which case you have to build your brand, you have to market your product, you're kind of starting with no reviews, and you're trying to build it up. Now, that's a great model as well, but the model that you guys are doing is the wholesaling model. So do you mind kind of talking a little bit more about that for those that aren't familiar with it? And maybe I'll just kind of brief people a little bit on it because uh, it took a, a bit for me to fully understand it. You're going to products that uh, are already selling on Amazon, they're already established brands, and you're working out a deal with them to be a wholesaler, to be an authorized reseller of the product. So you're able to order from them uh, a certain amount of you know units of their product and sell it on their listing, and you can add value, contribute to them by optimizing the listing for them and doing a few different things but it's a way that you can make some great money by leveraging these already existing brands uh, through wholesaling. So do you mind kind of talking a little bit, little bit about that and clarifying and explaining this a little bit more for my audience? Sure, no, absolutely. Um, and, and I can, I'll, I'll touch, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify a little bit on that model because it's, it, you know, the, the secret sauce is in, in how we do it. Like wholesale is incredibly, you know, common and there's about a thousand different ways you can do it. Um, the most traditional model is going to a distributor or a, a, a you know, a, a wholesaler liquidator and buying, you know, uh, products at wholesale prices and then selling them retail uh, through, through whatever means you can. And that one didn't work for us. Like I, 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 you know, it's a lot of the, a lot of how you're able to differentiate yourself in that space is by placing bigger orders. Right. And I just didn't have the capital to compete with bigger companies and stuff like that. So it's, we had to find the thing that, that worked for us. And, and for us, that was, we go, we, we, what we call, we, we returned what we do. And it's because that it, it's kind of the reverse of, of we, we call what we do reverse sourcing wholesale. And, and we call it that because it was at the time, it was the literal reverse or, or of what was being taught in the industry. Like they were teaching, you know, go to a distributor, find out what they carry, see what's good, start to start to order. And, and that just, you know, it didn't work. And uh, so reverse sourcing wholesale is we start with finding a product. Like I want to find a product that I think performs well, or I think I can do particularly good with, and then go find who makes it. So that's, you know, and it, we go to the district, we will go to the brand owner and, and try to set up a direct relationship. Now this does a couple different things, right? Number one, if you look at what a distributor's function is, is their job is to buy a product and, mark it up slightly and give you, you know, give a retailer a breadth of different lines they could carry. Like, you know, a, 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 a distributor might say, Stefan, you know, you, you're stocking your, your health food store. We carry all these different things. Our, our minimum order is $300. Now with the order with the manufacturer or brand, they only sell their brand and their, but so, so it's, it's easier for store owners. So 
whenever we we moved over to that that brand direct model, like it did a couple of things. Like number one, we were our products were cheaper. You know, I, I don't I'm not paying that markup to a traditional distributor, so that gave us an advantage in the Amazon marketplace by working direct with, with them. And another thing it did is we started developing relationships with the brand, like the people who are invested and care about that product. And that was particularly huge for, for one of the biggest evolutions in our business. Um, the, so that first account, I got that first account, right? Um, with, uh, by, by just calling them up. And I, at that point, I'll be honest, I was on top of the world and I thought I was going to be absolutely rich within weeks. Like, just be like, oh, this is just going to work. I'm just going to call. They're going to give me their brand. And that didn't work at all. Like the next brand I called wasn't wanting any Amazon sellers and, and what have you. So we, our focus became to try to get the, to, to get with those relationships is I, I got a story that, that like was that, that light bulb moment for what reverse sourcing wholesale is and how anybody can be successful with it. Like how we were able to be successful with it. Um, so I call, uh, there was a brand that uh, there was a supplement company that I'd been taking their product and I absolutely loved it. Like I'd got great results and uh, you know, I'd sent them an email wanting to carry their product on Amazon and they gave me that traditional response of we're not looking for any more Amazon sellers. And um, so I, I, I decided with this company, I was going to call them, right? And, and just try to talk to them about their, uh, you know, being a, being, becoming a seller. And so I called and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, I, you know, I'd send over an email and, and asked about selling your guys' products. And you said you weren't taking any other Amazon sellers. And it was really awkward because he, it was like this deep sigh, like, Yep. And I'm in it. That's, that, that was his response is, yep. And I'm in it. And, you know, it's kind of unnerving, like to, to talk to somebody and it's like, they definitely don't want to talk to you at all. And I was like, no, man, I, I, I understand. Like, I'm sure you get this email and, you know, a phone call 20 times a day. And he was like, yep, it's same exact one. And I was like, uh, you know, if you have five minutes, I was like, it, it, the difference is it, it, I, I actually use your product. Like I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who uses your product. I, I, I care about it. I've gotten great results. And whether you want to work with me or not, I would love to help you guys out. Um, if you got like five minutes and he was like, sure, man, like, you know, whatever. And uh, I asked him if he was in front of a computer and he said, yes. And I, I got him to go to his uh, Amazon page. And he was like, yeah, you know, just traditional Amazon page. And he was like, you know what, man? Like, honestly, the reason I, I, I don't see how I don't see how it would help me to work with anybody else. That's, that's, I always answer this email because it just doesn't make sense. It seems like a headache on my part. He was like, right now we work with two of the biggest sellers on Amazon. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't see what, what you can do that they can't. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, in all fairness, I can't do anything that they can't, not, not a single thing. I was like, but you, you know, this, this brand, right. And he was like, yeah, that's, you know, our competitor. And he was, and, and, I, I was like, do you want to check out their page? So he brings up their page. And the first thing he said was, wow, they had awesome pictures. They had everything. And it was, their, their listing was optimized. And I was like, so outside of Amazon, you guys absolutely are the market leader, right? And he was yeah, yeah. And I was like, on Amazon, this, this, this brand's literally outselling you two to one. And do you, do you know why? And he, he was like, well, it's, it's obvious why. And I was like, so you asked me earlier, you know, what can I, what can I do that your sellers can't? And nothing. But I'm willing to do what they won't. Like, and, you know, uh, at the end of the day, like I, I'm, you know, you're going to be my biggest account and it's not going to be close, but I'll care about you more than anybody. And I promise that 
Like you're never going to have to wonder if your listing's up to date again, because it's in my best interest to do it. It's going to help me make more money. And, uh, you know, we just kept talking for a little while, but ultimately he decided they wanted to work with us. And this was, this was literally my second account. And, uh, the way, you know, the way we were able to win it wasn't with money. It wasn't with selling our expertise. Like I wasn't trying to tell him that I was, uh, you know, I, I had the most resources and could help him. I, I was telling him that I was willing to help him. And I learned in that conversation that it, you know, wholesale, wholesale is a, is a winnable model for somebody who's willing to work. Like if you're willing to get it, get in there and put effort in and, and help people, you, you can win because there's so, there, there's so much of that. Um, there, there's just so many people, there's so many opportunities in the marketplace that, you know, don't have sellers that care about their products or, or don't have people that are invested in their brands. Yeah. So, so just, so just to clarify, so when you reach out to the wholesaler, as you did in this case, uh, the supplement, they already have their own Amazon listing and they already have other sellers that are selling their product also on Amazon. And I guess given the right to do that. And so you're kind of coming into this and reaching out to them and saying, Hey, listen, I want to sell your product as well. Um, and, and then just in terms of, and you kind of came to something different to the table, like you're, willing to, you know, you're willing to care more and do more to promote their product and sell their product. Can you maybe share us a little bit about how that works and specifically just on Amazon? Because I think a lot of people, they think of Amazon, you know, if the company is already selling their own product on Amazon, why would they need someone like you and some other sellers to, you know, also sell their product on Amazon? Sure. No, and that's a fair question, right? Because like in the private label world, it's just common practice to, to sell your own product. But, you know, outside of, outside of that phenomenon, like the, the Amazon private label world, it's actually really, really common for, for brands to want people to carry their products. Think about, you know, Coke. Like outside of like the novelty store, you can't go to a Coke store. I mean, it's just, you know, you go to a supermarket where Coke's sold or, and the same is true for, for Procter & Gamble. So it's not uncommon for people to want you to carry their products. But in the, in the, in, you know, the current Amazon market, why would they? And it's, because I can sell their product better than they are, they can, right? And and that, that's what we look for, really. And, and I think the, you know, I'm not just trying to sell any product. I our the, the focus of our business is to develop a relationship based on value. Like I want them to get a return on working with me, just like I want a return on working with them. So, you know, for us, anybody that is, you know, the products that I'm looking for, as an example, are ones that are ugly. I love products that are, you know, with a bad title, with uh, bad pictures, with that are still selling. Because a lot of these things, you know, I, I, there's, there's this one line that we started carrying earlier this year, or, or last year, I guess. And this one's a really, really profitable one for us. But they, you know, they sell uh, paw wax for dogs. Like, so, you know, they paw wax. And the, the brand, like you, you've, you've, you've never heard of it or, or anything, but in that space, like in, in the place where, you know, that, that space sled dogs and dogs, people that live in cold, cold climates and, and take care of their dogs, have them outside or whatever. That's like a really, really popular niche product. It sells thousands of times a month on Amazon, it sells thousands of times, regardless of how well they were being marketed. And, you know, with this product specifically, like whenever we first found it, it was, you know, completely ugly, the, the title, Bullets Picture, everything was broken, and it was still selling that well. So what we did is we came on, we worked with them, we developed that partnership, we, we focused on, on teaching them about Amazon. 
Like it was just, you know, it, it, if we work with us and we can make these changes, we got them signed up for brand registry. Like we did all the small things first and we optimized copy. And then we talked to them about how, if they could work with us on pictures, like, and they went and got pictures um, and, and paid for all the pictures and stuff like that. And, and we completely optimized their listing. Well, that product now we are exclusive. We are the exclusive seller. And that product does, you know, it went from, I think it was doing about 2.6 million. Um, that, that line was doing about 2.6 million before we optimized it. And this year it did 5.4 million. Like, so it's, you know, that shows you, you know, it, for, for people who do private label, like the, there's a lot of opportunity in taking those skills like your skills are, it's not just your products that are valuable. It's the skills that you've learned to build those products, right? And, and, and you know, just applying those to, to a product, an existing product has those same results. So for that, for us, like we have a three-year contract with this company and, you know, the, our, our, our profits are about a quarter million dollars a year. Now I don't have to carry, you know, I, I, I don't, I didn't have to like carry any risk. Like the product was selling and all I had to do was make it better. And, by making it better, like the, the relationship we have with that company is, is unbelievable. They want to work with us in every way possible to, to make sure that we can, we, you know, can, can keep helping them and, and drive their sales. So it's like a, yeah. you, you create these partnerships where you're invested into the partnership and, and, and let more into the partnership than the product, but it's, it, it really does. So it sounds like this model is a lot simpler and perhaps even easier than the private label model because there's less logistics involved. With private labeling, you got to find the supplier. You still have to research either way, but you got to find a supplier and source the product and you know take a bigger risk in manufacturing the product and uh, launching your product on Amazon and establishing the reviews and marketing and all of that. And the benefit you get is you're building a great asset and maybe you could scale that more. But with this model, there's much less logistics that are involved. You still have to do research, but you're researching in a different way. And perhaps with this model, because there's less people that know about it and that are doing it, there's way less competition. And you can find some great products and work out those, those deals with them. Um, where you add value, you contribute to them, and it can be very lucrative for both of you. So I really like this model, and, and that's why I wanted to share this with my audience because a lot of people don't know about this, and maybe this is a better fit for people. Um, now, the question I have for you would be two questions. Um, how much would you say it costs for someone to get started with this? Um, and then also, how much time would you say is involved in building this business and, and what's required on a weekly basis? And maybe before you answer that, I just want to plant that for you, but I want to plant another seed for my audience that's here watching and listening right now because uh, I want to be respectful of your time. And there's no, I know there's a lot that you guys are going to be sharing on this, but I do want to mention for my audience that uh, Dan and Dylan are actually doing a free workshop, a live workshop, and it's a three-day event. And I'll put a link to it below for you guys, but I want to encourage you guys to go to it because a lot of what I'm asking here with Dan is just the tip of the iceberg. Um you know, thank you for answering my questions, but I know you're going to be covering this in a lot more in-depth on the free workshop. So I'll give you guys a link if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF. Uh, TWF stands for the Wholesale Formula, which is the name of their method. So projectlifemastery.com slash TWF. I'll link that below. Head on over there. You can register. They only do this event once a year. Uh, so I want to encourage you guys to join. I'll be there as well learning because I'm fascinated by this model. Um, back to the question, how much time and money would you say is involved for someone that wants to start this um, and is asking themselves those questions? 
Sure, sure. No, it's it. The one thing about wholesale, like first, I, I think a good amount to get started. Like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, your typical minimum orders are like two hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars. Like so, what we typically suggest to people is about a two thousand dollar budget to get started for for product, and, and that's so you can you, you get you the opportunity to place multiple orders with different suppliers and stuff like that, and and really kind of learn that process and and get familiar. So you so might it's do not a few a, products at once. You maybe pick a few and just kind of. Uh, right. Okay. And that's one of the big differences between this model and, and kind of your private label model, right? Is, is private label, you're, you're pretty invested into a single product. Like your, you know, your, your marketing's behind it. You have to do a lot of things to engineer that product for sale. Like in the, in, in the case with wholesale, it's like you're starting with a product with sales and, and, and just trying to optimize it. So it's the, the track's quite a bit different. Um, and, and you're, you're, carrying costs aren't as high. Like another big difference in, in that model and why you're able to get started with $2,000 is you, you mentioned it logistically. Like all of our products are, are you know, I, well, I about said all, but I think it's like 95% or 98% of our products are all sourced domestically. So that means like, you know, I call a manufacturer, if I get the account and, and place the order within, within a week and a half, my products are live and, and selling on Amazon because like we work with the manufacturers to ship our products direct to Amazon or to a third-party fulfillment center domestically to, to prep it for Amazon. So it's, you know, our, our turnaround time and getting our products live is, is super, super fast. That's awesome. And how, um, I'd love to hear just a little bit about how you guys got into teaching this, because uh, you guys created a wholesale formula and decided to share share this method with others. And it's a method still that's not, not as popular, at least for people that are searching on YouTube and, and things like that, the private label model is more popular, but do you mind sharing a little bit about that process and how you guys have been able to help people create success? Um, you know, if there's any kind of stories you can share in terms of some of the results that you guys have created as well as some of your students. Sure. Uh, you'd, you'd asked about time and I, I can share a cool story sure, yeah. about one of our students in regards to, you know, the, the time that it takes, like, you know, with, with, with wholesale, the model's pretty, pretty flexible. Like, you know, everything we, all of our product research is done on Amazon. So like, a, a, you know, it could be done from, from your house. Like all of the, all of our initial contact typically starts with email. So it's, it's kind of based on, you know, it, it could be flexible around when you have time. And like one of our students, uh, uh, his name's Josh Blake. He, he, he got started with a wholesale book. He, he, he was originally an eBay seller. And he got started with, uh, with, with, with wholesale. And his goal was to pay, he, he had uh, one of his, his, his children had special needs um, that wasn't covered. It was a, a condition that wasn't covered under his insurance. And he was having to pay out of pocket. And he said it was like literally breaking him up. And his goal was to just make enough money from Amazon part-time to be able to cover that gap. Like, you know, and, and, and be able, you know, so it wouldn't be underwater. And he, he had a really demanding job. He said he, he was working on average 60 hours a week. And what he would do is he would come home at night and, and do a couple hours research after, after his kids went to bed for products. And then he would wake up early in the morning and send emails. So like, you know, realistically, you can get started with two hours a day. Like it's just about fitting it in when you can get it in because everything is, you know, digital. And that's how he started his business. And, and within a year, like his, his, he was doing, I think he said $180,000 a month in sales and, wow. uh, you know, and had more than, he had more than covered that gap. It's actually a really cool story. Like 
you know, beyond that, he's, he's, it made him enough money that he started investing in rental properties and stuff like that. And he's got a, he's got quite, he's got, he's got quite an operation going on now, but um, you know, it's flexible. It's a lot like private label, like the way we source products is, is really similar. And, and there's just, there's a lot of overlap there for us. It's like, uh, we, we actually do some, some amount of private label now, like, uh, you know, and, and, and see some, some success with it, but it's, you know, the, the, the biggest difference in, in, in those two models really is the expertise required to get started. Right. Like it, it, a private labeler has, has, you know, it, private labelers make the best wholesalers because they have all of the skills to optimize a listing and they don't have to, to, to handle the logistics cost. Like they, they can make listings amazing. So that's awesome. And is this a model that anyone can do from anywhere or there's some, you know, is it just for those in the United States or do you have students from all over? Oh, it, one of our coolest uh, stories, I, I, we actually have a student that, that you know, kind of similar to, to your situation that kind of a globetrotter, um, one of our students, uh, Karen and Ryan Pottinger, they are full-time, they're full-time travelers. Like that's what they do. They, they uh, were in Mexico for a few months and, and had a house, like, had a house down there that they were staying at. And then and I think they're back in the U.S. now, but I mean, they, they, they're just literally, you know, full-time um, and, and they run a, run a very, very successful wholesale business from their laptop oh, and, and using a third-party fulfillment center and having the product shipped directly to Amazon. That's awesome. So as long as you can set up your Amazon Seller Central account, you can do this from anywhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Now, I'd like to now transition to talking a little bit about the free workshop that you guys got going on, the Wholesale Formula Workshop. You guys only do this once a year. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but what are some of the things you guys are going to be covering on this upcoming free workshop? Sure. I know a lot of, I know a lot of the free trainings and stuff that, you know, people give you just enough to kind of like wet your whistle, right? Like this is not going to be that at all. This is going to be a full on like actual training. We, uh, uh, you know, we have three, I think three, four, three or four hour days planned to go over everything. Like we're going to go over how to find products, like how to find great wholesale products, how to find, uh, how to find those weaknesses to, to be able to kind of start having those conversations with brands to, to, to win those relationships. Um, we're going to go over, you know, how we, how we, how everything from how we find a product to get it to Amazon. Like it's, everything will be in there. So it's going to be a, uh, it, it, you know, if somebody's interested in this model or, or feels like this, this model might be for them, honestly, it's going to be a, a, a can't miss event. For sure. And I want to encourage anyone that's watching or listening that's considering to get started selling on Amazon uh, or is already selling on Amazon. Maybe you're already a private labeler, built your own brand, selling products, or you've already got some of these private labeling skills. I want to encourage you to make sure that you register and attend this event because a lot of what's been shared so far in this interview, but also my interview with Dylan, is just the tip of the iceberg of this method. Um, I've been learning this. I've been going through the trainings and, and talking to these guys and been blown away just by how simple and easy this process is compared to the private label journey. Not that it's easy. I mean, they're all challenging. It's all relative how challenging it might be based on your experience level. But in comparison to other models that I've seen, um, I've been blown away just by how much easier this can be compared to some other models. And I think it could be a great fit for a lot of you. That's why I wanted to interview Dan and, and introduce him to you guys because I know a lot of you guys are looking to build your business. Some of you just want to make some side income. Maybe you're happy with your job, but you'd like some extra passive income. 
uh, to pay your bills or to invest that money, whatever it might be. Either way, I wanna provide different opportunities for you guys that you might not know about, you might not be exposed to, that I've been learning about so that you guys can maybe benefit from it as well. And for me, you know, I'm gonna be at the training as well. I've been learning as a student just like you guys are because I'm gonna be starting this business with Tatiana as well. So I'm just trying to learn as much as I can, but I'm really excited to dive in for it. So I'll give you guys the link one more time. If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF, TWF as in the wholesale formula, that's the name of their method. I'll put a link there uh, below for you guys as well. Head in over there, register for it, make sure you attend. Uh, there will be some recordings of it as well, which uh, as far as I understand, so even if you can't make it live, that's okay. Uh, at least benefit from the, the recordings and learn about this model. Um, another question I have for you, Dan, maybe the last question is any general advice that you'd give to someone that is looking to start this journey? They're looking to start their business. Maybe they're in a situation like you were struggling, losing your job. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to someone like that? Yeah, the, you know, the, the first thing is honestly, don't stop fighting. Like you just have to be tougher. Like you just have to be tougher than, than the situation. And for, for me, that was it is I, I, I just never stopped fighting, but more importantly, um, if you can posit, like, if you can build a business based around value, like if you can build a business that provides people with value, it is going to be something that is, uh, much more, it, it, it's, it's much easier to build. The sale is easy whenever I'm telling people I want to help you. Right. And, and, and that's our, our entire business is predicated on that is uh, pr providing value. So like, you know, with, with, with any model, I think that's, that's the that's a that's a core component is figure out how you can provide value and, and give a better experience than than the other people they worked with for sure i love it all right brother well thank you so much for your time appreciate it um and thank you guys for watching this and being here if you enjoyed this give it a thumbs up subscribe for more and join us on the upcoming workshop the link is below and we look forward to seeing you there take care Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.